and welcome to the Point of Care Ultrasound Certification Academy podcast, where we focus on POCUS. Here, we will discuss all things related to Point of Care Ultrasound, the practice, the trends, and its impact on healthcare. Our program will engage thought leaders who are defining global patient care with the stethoscope of the future. James Day, recording live from the Focus on Poker studios here outside of Philadelphia. Today, we have Rosina Monir as our guest. Um, she is a MD. She's MBBS, RPVI, RTV, RDMS, POCUS, FASE. And she is a medical graduate from Khyber Medical College, Pakistan, in 1997. She has practiced as a physician in different specialties of medicine and finally, in 2001, selected the ultrasound modality of radiology as her career. She practiced as a sonologist in Pakistan and in the United Arab Emirates. In South Asia, countries that use ultrasound are typically done by medical doctors only. So after immigration to the United States, she took the medical boards in 2014, but found it very hard to change careers in ultrasonography after practicing for so many years as a sonologist. She continued her career in ultrasound in the U.S. by working as an ultrasound technologist. She works at Kaiser Permanente, and all the doctors have a great confidence in her expertise. She visits every year to Pakistan, where she practices as a sonologist. She wrote many articles on ultrasonography and participated in many symposiums as a speaker and also trained participants in hands-on workshops within the U.S. and also internationally. Recently, she started teaching point-of-care ultrasound. For free, on, for free online, because that is what she experienced by visiting different countries, there's a great need of educating the doctors in POCUS for the best patient care. She has right now many doctors from Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and United Arab Emirates who are learning POCUS online. Wow, that's a long list of accomplishments. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you, James. Yeah. <clears throat> so did I get your name right? I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. I'm Terrible. No, it's, okay. no, it's fine. Close yeah, enough. Thank okay. You. So you like, uh, how's everything in California? Uh, today it's uh, partly cloudy and sunny, so <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I am thinking that it will be rain again. <laughs> yeah, you guys are getting a lot of stuff like that out there. Yeah. So the, my first big question out of the box is uh, explain for us and our listeners internationally uh, what uh, a sonologist and an ultra- sound technologists, what's the difference and what are their roles? Um, as you already mentioned in, uh, in my brief intro that uh, um, I didn't want it to change my career after having so much practice as a sonologist uh, from my background. So uh, working as a sonologist is just that when I, whenever I am outside the United States, I work as a sonologist, which is like a medical guide has to perform the exam and they have to get the report. Um, and working as an ultrasound technologist in the United States uh, is just a little bit changed that uh, I have to give my preliminary report and that has to be signed and approved by the radiologist. So I didn't find any much difference in the role what I'm doing. Uh, these, um, like my, uh, the, demand of the, uh, the demand of the job which I'm doing is the same, whether I'm working as a sonologist or as a um, ultrasound uh, technologist. So... I didn't find any much difference in my career, you know. 
So I'm very happy that all the doctors and my all friends and everybody had a great uh, um, confidence in me because of my background and from my experience. So, so there's not much difference uh, for me to work either as a sonologist or as a ultrasound technologist. Right, and I know, like in some countries, England, for example, uh, a sonographer can do a transesophageal echocardiogram. They can do a TEE. Is yes, that yes. Uh, is it different? Different roles in different places, right? Yes, exactly. Different countries have a different, you know, requirements for this uh, uh, for this career, you know. And in Asia, only medical doctors can do the ultrasound, correct? Exactly. They have to have, they must have their medical license and then you can specialize. Even, you know, like if you are a radiologist, then you have to select the modality. Like uh, uh, you have to, if you are an ultrasound, you are taking the ultrasound modality, then you have to be specialized in the ultrasound. And CT, MRI, and X-ray will come, will be a separate entity, you know. So that's how uh, it is practiced over there. Because ultrasound job is the one that they have to perform the exam. They have to do everything live, you know, and then they have to write the report. So that's why the whole uh, sonologist uh, our, uh, category is totally separated from the rest of the modalities of uh, radiology. Okay, of all the fields that you practice in as far as ultrasound, do you have a favorite? I'm just wondering because you're you're an RVT vascular. You're also yeah. abdominal, pocus, and uh, others. Uh, you read yeah. the vascular interpretations too. So yes, yeah. so actually, you know, like I started as um, uh, like when I before starting the uh, ultrasound as my career, I started with as I worked was practicing as an OBGYN, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that you know, like because OBGYNs are supposed to know about the ultrasound, so that's how I had a first, uh, you know, like uh, started interest uh, for the ultrasound from there, and then I took uh, ultrasound as my career. And um, uh, what was your question? Oh, I just wondered what your favorite, uh, your favorite, oh, yeah, favorite scope of practice yes. was. Yeah, so uh, I, I, well, I did different, uh, um, you know, in different uh, specialties of ultrasound, but I love the vascular, uh, vascular mode as compared to the other uh, stuff. And I, that's why I did the RPVI, which is the Registered Physician Vascular Interpretation uh, License also. And I was working more on the vascular side because in our country, uh, because there's a lot of things which is happening in the United States, which we are doing, they're performing a lot of exams over here. And uh, most, I mean, like in, uh, like I'm giving you the example of Pakistan, and I went back to Pakistan on my visits and on just for a short stay. So I worked a lot for the vascular specialty because there's a lot of need to improve and to uh, train the people over there because there's a la- there's a lack of knowledge of vascular specialty, mm-hmm. vascular ultrasound over there. Mm-hmm. So I was very lucky. So that's why, you know, uh, my most interesting uh, field was the vascular ultrasonography. But uh, in uh, my last um, um, workshop, hands-on workshop, which was I, which I uh, participated in uh, 2018, and I have a group of people from different. Uh, it was a teaching hospital where I delivered the. Whenever, whenever I go back to Pakistan for teaching, that is the teaching hospitals. So uh, I got a group of uh, doctors from different specialties, from emergency and from the OBGYN and all the other specialties, and even from the radiology because they were interested in uh, uh, vascular. So we could divided the, you know, like the sessions of the training. Over there, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. most of the uh, doctors from the emergency medicine, 
they were very, very much interested to know about the, you know, like the uh, bird side ultrasound. And from there, you know, even after when I came back to the United States, so some of the doctors are still with me. Uh, they are in contact with me through the WhatsApp. And they keep on, you know, asking the questions, okay, how can we do this? How can we evaluate? So that produced, that changed my you now interest because I said, okay, now let's, why not we should go on a, a point of cure ultrasound to all those doctors who are working in emergency because there's a great need because it's a, time is a valuable thing at that, uh, in that situation. Right. And it's very, very important. Yes. So that's why my, uh, so since January 2018 and 19, I have started a proper, you know, WhatsApp channel and also email uh, contact with the group of doctors. Uh, some of them are, you know, like from the, um, from friends and friends and like that, you know. Yeah. So uh, I have not, I have not did any advertisement or anything, you know, it's just from the word of mouth that, okay, they have started joining me. Sure. And uh, now we are doing, yeah, we are doing very well, you know. They have a lot of questions and they always uh, tell me on my, because it's a quick response, you know. Whenever I teach them, then they practice and then they just tell me everything. Oh, wow, we are we are doing very good. We started like, like I like now we are starting with the quadrants and and they also are very interested in um, getting the certification because the final thing they ask, oh, can we have a certification? And I'm very uh, happy that at least we have a uh, purpose is our platform where you know that after their training they can have the certification after taking the exam. So all this the chain of the progress which I started from as a vascular teaching and all the way I end up now. Well, I mean it's, I'm not ending up but you know like I'm now focusing more on the purpose. And that's good. Uh, do you want to talk about what your training is or do you have a website or anything you'd like to tell us about that? You, you said no, no. As I told you, I don't mm. have any website. Okay. I don't have any. Just the, it's just uh, um, uh, because I, I want to do what I can handle easily, you know, because I'm a full-time permanent employee also, you know, I'm yeah. working also over there. And um, and I, I, I prefer more, you know, like a, um, uh, like a direct one-to-one uh, interaction, you know. So mostly WhatsApp and email is something which I'm working on right now. Okay. That's cool. So listen, I want to ask you, can you tell me a story about a time that you, uh, you know, when you uh, used POCUS and that it made a difference in your patient care? Yes. Uh, I was uh, in uh, uh, Sheikh Khalifa Hospital. I was invited over there to cover the topic of uh, RUSH, which is rapid ultrasound in shock and hypertension. Yes. And uh, there was a group of uh, doctors who we, we are just uh, giving the uh, I was giving them the, you know, like a, a training how, because that was my topic to cover on that uh, workshop. So there was a group of doctors and we had a, one of the model, you know, who was uh, volunteering for the teaching. And over there, you know, um, I was t- telling them and then we found that that one of that, the model, he was hypovolemic, you know, he was very, very hypovolemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, I was telling them, look, there is something wrong with this person, you know, and I don't know if a couple of, and then we asked him, interrogate the, 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 the emergency doctor, because that's with their field. But I was, I got a very clear, you know, like uh, an example in front of them, that this man could be, have gone into uh, hypovolemic shock in a few couple of hours because he's so hypovolemic. Mm-hmm. And then they investigated and the person has some, I don't know what is the, what was the problem with it, but at least we picked it up at that time when we were scanning on that person as a model. And he was all right, all right and fine. And, you know, we picked up that case. 
So all the doctors in that uh, the group, which was with me, they were saying, "Oh my God, it's so it's amazing, you know. Like uh, we get the patients in the um, ER who are like uh, uh, unconscious, who are not uh, stabilized, or we don't understand that. Uh, you know, though I know they have they um, uh, maintain the ABC of the you know emergency medicine uh, start with the treatment." But, you know, to accurately pinpointing and accurately finding that what is the cause of their condition. Uh, so they said that uh, really these things, uh, this focus on a point of care ultrasound or emergency ultrasound is really amazing and it brings a big change to our practice. Speaking of change, what change do you think that uh, POCUS can bring to the medical field? Um as already you know, like in the United States, uh, they have already started uh, teaching the point of cure to sound right from there to all the medical grads once they entered into the school. Uh, they, so this is something very good which is started because in the coming few years, uh, um, I'm sure that uh, all the... Uh, one thing I would like to tell everywhere, every, every time when I uh, started telling about the focus, I just say that, okay, point of care ultrasound is something which can never replace the uh, formal ultrasound, which is done in the radiology department uh, by the trained ultrasonographers. So it can never replace that uh, that, sp- that part. It is just to uh, quickly decide about the, about the condition of your patient, you know? Mm-hmm. So in the coming few years, I'm sure that all the doctors who are working in every modality uh, they will be using the ultrasound uh, for their examination, just like in an extension of the general physical exam, you know, just like they're using the stethoscope. And uh, in the coming, and now, now even there are so many handheld machines, or I mean, these small pocket-sized ultrasound machines are in the uh, are introduced. But uh, there are little bit challenges in their their availability because some have they are they are not that much common. Price is very high. But I'm sure that uh, they, in the coming few years, when the more people will be using the uh, bedside ultrasound into their practice, so machine challenge of the machines will also be overcome. And I'm sure that in the coming few, every every doctor will be holding a pocket-sized ultrasound machine in their pockets. And for that, it is very important they should learn the uh, ultrasound. I mean, the point of care ultrasound. Right, the point of care ultrasound. Yeah. Because you're you're versed in many aspects of sonography. You know. Um, yeah. Way beyond POCUS skills, which is very impressive. Uh, so what is your mission? What do you think your overall mission is for uh, point-of-care ultrasound? Yeah, so my mission is uh, that even right from the very beginning, I once I started my career of ultrasonography, uh, and uh, I, uh, my mission is just to promote this knowledge to each and every person who is involved in the healthcare and uh, uh, right now, along with my WhatsApp group and uh, uh, email group, you know, I'm also, uh, I have, to, I, I, well, like it is on my list that I have to work for the uh, introduction of the point of cure ultrasound to the medical grads in Pakistan, Qatar, and all those countries, whoever is interested uh, to introduce this program to the those, those, those colleges or medical schools where uh, they have not yet started. And even I'm working on uh, some one of the projects, even in the United States, uh, uh, being a part of the Kaiser Permanente uh, as an employee. Uh, I'm also working with my team uh, to introduce the same program, uh, a point of care to sound to our uh, hospital, in our you know medical school also. So this is my mission, and uh, let's see, God helps.
Yeah, because, uh, um, you know, teaching knowledge is a charity, is a lifelong charity, and that's my strong belief. So I'm working on it. <laughs> and you're doing a great job. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be here on today's show. We also uh, would appreciate the audience for listening in. And don't forget that even more Pocus Talk follows us on Twitter. Uh, excuse me, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter at Pocus Academy and on Facebook at Pocus Cert Academy. It was an honor to have you as our podcast guest today. Thank you. Thank you for calling. It's my it's my pleasure to talk to you. And thank you so much. Oh, thank you much. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, Focus on Pocus. Be sure to tune in with us next week for more interviews with thought leaders that are on the forefront of global point-of-care ultrasound. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are the views and opinions of the guests and not those of Intellios. This podcast is for information purposes only.